Now back to Puck It in the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Span drives on. Welcome back to the radio show, Puck and Gas, live from the Carter Volkswagen studio. The man who uh, authored one of that great play now joins us on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline, live from Yankee Stadium. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. Newly acquired outfielder, Denard Span. Hi, Denard. How are you? Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate the, the round of applause. That's okay. I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Would you like to uh, have your acceptance speech? Go ahead. I don't know what you're <laughs> accepting, but if you'd like to thank people, this is the time to do it. Uh, I'll, I'll pass the time on this one, guys. Uh, how are things? It Obviously not the way you guys wanted to go last night, but um, you get you have another opportunity to get after them uh, today. How is your time, the transition from uh, Tampa Bay uh, now here to uh, Seattle been uh, been for you guys? Um, it's been, uh, you know, it's been an interesting one, you know, uh, it was, uh, first, you know, getting the news of the trade, uh, you know, caught me by surprise and shock, but, uh, you know, finally, um, you know, once getting up to Seattle and, and, uh, you know, getting acclimated with the team and, and, uh, you know, just realizing that, you know, I have a, uh, legitimate opportunity here to, uh, you know, do something special, um, and, and go to the postseason, you know, with a ball club like this. Um, and also, you know, just seeing the, the, the pretty, Lake Washington, mm-hmm. the mountains and stuff like that. You know, I forgot about Tampa right away. <laughs> now, for people who don't know, you grew up in Tampa. You were you were, you were, I did. You were born and raised in Tampa, and so it was kind of special for you to play play in Tampa. And I know it was kind of hard for you and your family, and, and you have a, a a young child. You're married yeah. and all that, and so it was it was tough to kind of leave them. Gas, you you may not know this, what the thing about Denard, he's not only he's not even the most famous athlete. In his home, I was going to ask him. He's not. I was going to see how honest he is yeah. if we ask him who's the best athlete First in the family. Of all, yeah, he's a okay, oh, he's man. a professional baseball player. Whoop dee! His <laughs> wife is a gold medal award winner in no, ice hockey. You want the silver, silver? Oh, silver. Well, silver. you know what? I, silver is as good as gold. She's an Olympic athlete, Denard. What have you accomplished yeah. in your life? <laughs> I, uh, I haven't accomplished that. I don't have any silver hey. hanging yeah. up in my in my house. Does, does she ever like you? Know, you guys are married, and then we're, you know when you're married, sometimes you have a little disagreement. Does she ever when you're having a disagreement? Does she say, "Oh, I'm sorry, Denard, honey, I couldn't hear you. I'm polishing my silver medal over here." <laughs> nah, <laughs> you know, that's, that's that's not even there in her DNA. Man. Oh, that's She's funny. probably the most humblest person that you would ever meet um but you know every now and then we'll we'll uh go back and forth about you know who's the best athlete and, sure you know who, who you know who can beat who in, in whatever competition or it, whatever but uh that's about, that's about that's about the gist of it is it competitive around the house when you guys do things most definitely oh most definitely yeah we you know it'll like i said it'll come out you know just subtle subtle things subtle times um you know what whether we reminisce or whatever you know we we worked out the same Jim, um, one of my uh, two of my off seasons, and and uh, you know we always talk about you know just who can run the fastest or whatever. I obviously <laughs> know she can she can beat me on skates. I've never skate you know put on ice skates ever. So yeah, um, but you know just little things. Yeah, tell tell her if she wants you to get right. on skates, she can step in and you know face a fastball or a slider from somebody and, and see how that works out. For and she retired hey, right. Your your wife's name is Ann, and she stepped away from hockey, and you guys are starting yeah, a family. Is that right? Yes, sir. She's yeah. retired now. 
and now she's uh you know she she's full time mom. Does she ever does she ever not with the skates on, but maybe in the hallway have the uniform on and then just cross check you into the wall <laughs> because maybe nah. she's upset about you that you did something? Nah, she never done that. <laughs> That's the thing about it. Off the ice, she's probably the nicest person you would never think that yeah. she uh, was a hockey player because yeah. she's the nicest person ever, but. When she gets on that ice, it's a different story. Once, uh, uh, once you join the team and, and you, you listen, you, you're leaving your hometown, you, you come to Seattle, but you join a team now is on the thick of a playoff race. Well, the adjustment period, what has that been like for you? And then joining a team like this, what have you noticed being with these guys in the, the period that you have been, because you haven't been with them all year long, what have you learned yeah. about this group inside this clubhouse? Uh, the very close-knit. Um, yeah, I think a lot of these guys, you know, it's crazy. You would have thought that, um, you know, majority of these guys would have been playing together, you know, um, for years, you know, whether it be through minor leagues or whatever, but that's not the case here. You know, a lot of guys have come, like I have come over here, like through trades and, but, you know, everybody is, is on one accord and one page and just, just having a good time more than anything. That was the first thing that I noticed, um, after being there for the first, first couple of days is that, you know, the, the mood was light and everybody was loose and, you know, everybody just was enjoying each other's company. Denard, you've been to the postseason four times, and what that tells me is you've played a lot of big games in September with teams where they yeah. were in a position where they had to win. So you yeah. you know what that's like. That's something the M's don't have a lot of experience in the clubhouse with that. So your acquisition, in my mind, was huge for that. But can you impart that on guys, or do they have to go through it on their own? Are there things you can tell them about what it's like to be in those games and how you win those games, or is it something you have to go through and learn on your own? I think it's a combo of both. I mean, you, you won't never, you know, you don't never get that experience until you actually are going to the fire. And that's, you know, that's the best way you can teach or learn from that. But, um, you know, having guys like myself and, and Nelson and um, even even Robbie that have been, um, you know, in the playoffs and, and have experience, you know, like while we're having our meetings and pregame stuff and even during, you know, those, those tough games, that that's when, you know, our – um, expertise or, or experience or whatever can can uh, rub off. By the way, you know we go about our business. You know, speaking up in meetings. You know, just just trying to um, constantly um, remind you know guys to to settle down or, or you know slow the game down. You know, because you know once the playoffs start, things get sped up and and uh, you know just 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 being just being that presence in, in the clubhouse and uh, in the locker room. Denard uh, Span is our guest from Yankee Stadium, joining us here on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline, Puck and Gas. To that, Denard, how because you've had you've had that that type of experience before, and you are you are a leader. How much? How long do you wait to kind of interject yourself into that with this with this group with, with a new group of guys? Is that hard? Um. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Because I mean, because at, at first, you know, um, you want to. You know, just try to, you know, fit in as, as much as possible. Um, you want to let your play on the field, you know, do the talking as well. But, um, you know, for me, like, I'm not a huge, huge vocal person. But, you know, I, or, or should I say I don't like to just um, hear myself talk, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, if I'm going to say something, it's, I'm gonna, it's going to be profound, and I'm going to pick my spot so that when I do say something, you know, it it hopefully will um, will, will last, you know, or just have a lasting effect. Um, so, I think it's just about timing. Um, you know, once you just get in there, and and you gotta, you know, you gotta you gotta earn the trust of of 
up of my new team. I have to earn the trust of my new teammates, you know, as a new player coming in by, you know, hustling, you know, playing the game the right way, preparation and stuff like that. And, and obviously, you know, I've been in this league for a while, but, you know, I've never been on this ball club, so I have to earn their respect before I can just come in and, and uh, you know, direct things. And, and Denard, all good on you for, for being a guy who wants to make a difference. You've, like a lot of Major League players, you've, you've been in a few cities in your career, and you've kept yeah. this Denard Span Foundation thing going. Mm-hmm. Uh, we yes, saw sir. the story last week that some people are trying to help you. I, I love the mission of it, that one of the things you're doing is just to, to buy a car for a family in need because reliable transportation is something a lot of us just take for granted, and it's yeah. something that really can make Definitely. the difference. It's, it's cool that you've kept this going. Most definitely, man. Most definitely. I, you know, I, got to give a big shout out to lookout landing you know we didn't even ask them to to write a story about that and you know and and i've been in seattle now for maybe three weeks and you know for them to you know write the story and and um we've already reached half our goal within a week or so and uh, you know like i said i've been in seattle for three weeks and and um coming from my um my foundation they said majority of the the donations have been from the seattle washington area so that's you know, this just shows me what type of fans uh, this team has and what type of people they are. And, um, but yeah, it, it's obviously going for a good cause. And like you said, you know, people take for granted um, um, transportation. Um, you know, I remember you know growing up and and having a carpool, and and you know, my mom was only could only be you know at one place at one time. So you know, we would have to you know find a way to to get to and from practice and and school and and all these different things. So uh, we're just, you know, just trying to do, you know, it's something small with something so so big and, and trying to help, um, you know, help a family out. And, Jonathan, I, I would imagine that was kind of the genesis of this and starting this foundation? For sure, yeah, because I grew up in a single single mother home. And um, so, yeah, that, that's what our, our foundation is uh, geared towards, um, helping. Does, uh, you've got to know some of these guys. You've known them from afar. Have, are you amazed that, that Felix just talks as much as he talks? Do you ever say, Felix? dude, can you just stop talking? <laughs> Who's this? Uh, Felix Hernandez? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what? He hasn't, you know, we, we've, we've had some conversations, but he hasn't, um, you know, he hasn't talked my ear off yet. I, oh, I, he I will. can't say that. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Well, I, I think we're, you know, as each day goes by, he's getting more and more comfortable with me. Um, but yeah, he, uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's a there's a few guys on this team that um, you know I didn't I wasn't sure what to expect you know just from competing against them right. or whatever and uh, just seeing that you know that they're you know that I didn't think that they would be good guys or whatever but you know you just never know what a person is like you know um, outside of you know when you're competing against them. All right, Denard, I know we'll uh, we'll cut you loose. I know you got to get ready for a game coming up later. We thank yeah. you for jumping on, but let, before you go, we like to throw out a quick rapid fire questions to you, okay? Kind of fun, right, rapid-fire questions. You answer these as fast as possible. The first thing that comes to your mind, okay? Let's do it. All right, you spent five years in Minnesota. That's when you started off your career. Have you ever okay. had hot dish? No. Do you know what hot dish is? No. Oh, the tater tot <laughs> casserole. You, I can't believe you spent five years there. You never had a hot dish. Unbelievable. All right. No, I don't know what you're talking about. All right, your wife, your wife played hockey, the Olympic hockey silver medal. <laughs> We're going to get a hockey team here in Seattle in about a year. It's going to oh, come really? here. Yeah, the NHL is going to come here. We can't okay. decide which name we like more, Metropolitans or Totems. What do you like? Metropolitan. Okay. Now, this is pretty cool. We didn't come up. We didn't bring this up yet. You know who his idol was growing up? Who's that? 
Ken Griffey Jr. Really? He gets to patrol the same center field as Ken Griffey Jr., which is, I think, pretty cool. So, all time, you can only have one all-time best center fielder, Ken Griffey Jr. or Mike Trout. What? <laughs> you got it? You only can you have one, Denard. You got to be kidding me. Yeah. It definitely isn't Mike Trout. I, oh, I love Denard. Mike Trout, but it ain't him. Yeah, it's Junior, yeah. isn't it? Somebody, yeah, somebody in my my peer is not my favorite player. Never. Okay, that's right. So I'm kid. going with somebody that I root for as a kid. All right. Mike Trout is a hell of a baseball player, okay. but he will never be my favorite baseball player. All right. All right. So King Griffey Jr. All right, I'm King, sorry. King Griffey Jr. You got all right. So you were a football you were a football player growing up. You almost took a scholarship to play college football, right? Yeah, yeah. Did your did your research? Oh, well, listen, I got nothing else going on, and we only work three hours a day, so I have other stuff to do. So I would assume you grew up being a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. Yeah, I guess by default. Okay. Now, do you yeah. prefer the Buccaneers old uniforms, the creamsicles, or the new ones? I go to old schools. Yeah, great nice. call. Yeah. God, nice. I love it. The old Doug Williams ones. God, I love yeah. those uniforms. Yeah. All right, final, most important question. A baseball player, it's it's very important how you answer this because if, if you answer it one way, our relationship might not continue. Okay. Last question for you, Denard. Most important question. Do you put ketchup on a hot dog? I don't. Denard Span. You are a fine human being. Number one in my heart right now are you, Denard Span. Uh, go get them later today. We'll be we'll be rooting for you. Uh, welcome to Seattle. We love having you here. Thank you, guys. I appreciate your time. There, Denard Span, Mariners outfielder. For yeah. How about that? I, we probably should have spent more time on it. Yeah. Growing up, his idol was Ken Griffey Jr. How, think about that for a second. Who was your idol growing up? I don't know. Do you have one? You know, I'm, I'll tell you what. Interesting enough, my favorite baseball player was Gaylord Perry. Okay. Love Gaylord, but way before his Marin, way like when he was a giant. Okay, so imagine, so it was a giant. Uh, uh, it was a giant. I don't know why. Ima- I picked imagine it. you being a pitcher and, yeah. you're, and you're pitching for the Giants, mm-hmm. like on the same mound, Gaylord Perry. Like right. for me, my idol growing up was is, was Peyton. Yeah. Imagine like I right. got a, drafted by the Sonics and I was the point guard like after Peyton yeah. and I could play the Sonics. This guy gets to patrol center field, the same center field, and I know it was only for about a year or two, mm-hmm. that uh, King Griffith Jr. patrolled. And that yeah. was his idol growing up. That's pretty awesome. And I was an idol of a lot of the Indiana Pacers. If a better fit for yeah, me would be going going. out and playing for the Pacers and be like Roger Brown. Yeah. Or, or Mel Daniels. It's awesome. It's yeah. very cool. Uh, thanks to uh, Denard Spam. Thanks to uh, the Mariners for putting them on. Uh, we really do appreciate Yankees AMs coming up uh, later today from Yankee Stadium. Coming up next after Headlines with Neil Scott, it's a Lunch with Listeners. John Howie is also going to join us in the 12 o'clock hour. Oh, it's not Neil Scott. It's Curtis Calhoun. We're waiting for our Wagyu. All right, where's our Wagyu? It's a Wagyu Wednesday, and you still haven't delivered us lunch. Curtis Calhoun has got headlines five minutes from now.